delicious. It's flowing. It's going. Oof. Hello, I am Alex Woody, and I'm doing an insensitive language because I think it's the 1980s. Guy, I got to take the sunglasses off. I got to take the hat off. You know why? Because I don't want to be too cool. I don't want to make you feel bad because you're not as cool as me. And when I have the hat on backwards, a little to the side and sunglasses on, I have people coming up to me wanting me to be their mentor. Women, take my number. Back off. Married. My parents, oh, we'll give you everything. You're so freaking cool. Here's our BMW. We're not dead, but here's all of our money. That's how cool I look. Uh, when I put the hat on backwards to the side and the sunglasses fully pressed back. Guy, it's midnight in the bay. It's episode 230, the weight I was in sixth grade. Heavyweights <laughs> should have been in that movie. And I'm happy to be here. I'm excited you guys came out to shows this weekend. My live stand-up shows. Wonderful time. Uh, shows can be different, though. You know, I, I did a show. Uh, let me turn this speaker off. <laughs> you can tell this is a... Uh, High quality podcast when I had to take, turn off the Bluetooth speaker. No, sorry, Jimmy Fallon. We don't have a live band, but we do have White Wolf music. That was what I was playing. A guy I know doesn't want to use his real name, so he picked his favorite animal. Oh, hi, White Wolf. Great name. This guy's in his 40s, and he makes rap beats for a hobby. Are you kidding me or what, guy? What are you doing for a hobby? Knitting? Get a laptop guy and do what this guy's doing because it's blowing people's mind. Knitting's never blown my mind. <sighs> Sorry, Grandma. But a beat? You ever get... <sighs> oh, shit, hang on. <sighs> you blow the smoke after you have a drink. And then you listen to a beat someone's made. Mine explode. Mine explode. So, uh, the, back to the two shows. They could be so different. I had a show Saturday early, and the crowd loved me. I mean, this lady had me kiss her baby after the show. Oh, my God, you're incredible. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy? That guy's, no, that guy's a retard. You're cool. And... I appreciate that lady that I made up, but also I just appreciate people that are loosey goosey when it comes to the comedy material. They laugh. They're there to have a good time. They're not afraid to laugh. Have you ever run into people that are afraid to laugh? They, they got to wait and see if the other people laugh before they, Oh my God, I thought that was too inappropriate. I don't want, I didn't want to laugh and look like an asshole. <laughs> Stop it. 
that's how the crowd was on the second show. The first show, they're like, ah, my God, fuck your mom. You know, I'd make a joke about my mom. Like, the guy would be like, ah, I wish she, she was dead too. Ah, you know, people were just, sometimes they could be tuning in. And you're like, shut the fuck up. But they were a perfect balance. This is true. A guy threw money at me. It was the only time I felt like a stripper doing comedy. Now, now people are throwing money. Now I did have my penis out. So, you know, definitely a gay guy and definitely why he threw money. But it was cool. And I felt like a stripper first time. Oh, my God. The camera was about to fall over. I, I really do need a producer. I really do need an assistant. I literally have the camera on a thing of paper towels. I mean, we're... Uh, I think the camera is a little lopsided, too, don't you think? Uh, majority of you guys listen to this podcast with the audio, so you're not really tripping, right? You're like, oh, God. You guys are just waiting. Is this guy, when's this podcast going to end? You're just here for the ride until I lose it, right? So, uh, speaking of losing it, these two shows, I just, I felt like losing out the second one because these people are just like, you make a joke and be like, huh? Can we laugh at that? He's making fun of Mexicans. Can we? You're Mexican. <laughs> you know, you can laugh at it. I laugh at fat, fat, white, bald jokes all the time, guy. Especially when my mom's throwing them to me, <laughs> about me. Um, I just didn't get the crowd. They were like this. And I felt like saying, you know, you can laugh. You know, people were laughing at these jokes two hours ago. But these people felt more uptight. I don't know what was going on. I don't know. If no one had had sex in a couple years in there, I don't know. People were on first date. Sometimes you're on a first date, like, uh, <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're like afraid of talk. You're, it's awkward when you go out in public. You're not loose. Like when I'm in, you get married and going out, it's, you know, the wife will shame you in front of people. I mean, it's, there's no shaming or, you know, saying something embarrassing too loud on the first date, you know, and I miss that a little bit. They're just like, let's go for drinks. Uh, they know nothing about you. So there's nothing embarrassing that can come out. <laughs> I miss those days. It's the worst too. When, if you're in a relationship and your, your partner embarrasses you, you get mad and now they're like, why are you mad? And they get louder. And it's better not to say something and bite the bullet. If I can just give you some advice, something I never do, but something I've started to do more often, not saying anything back, just taking that embarrassment. It's like bombing and comedy. It's like this second show. I took the embarrassment of these people not coming laugh at this. And you hear people go, ha, ha, ha. And you, I can, I can feel they wanted to laugh but i felt it was like awkward you know but that's just people i feel like you know you guys are in the office you guys are bus drivers i mean i don't know what my demographic is but it's not lawyers or doctors i can tell you that you guys are out there you crack jokes have you ever bombed just on the street a co-worker to a, a someone you're doing business with have you ever bombed a joke where you say hey you know <laughs> those jews right and they're just like uh, you know, it's awkward and you got to deal with them. 
I had that recently with my parents. I went on a little trip with them to Tahoe. Hey, they paid for it. Millennial, I love it. Pay for those trips, baby. Road man, I will still take those paid trips. Did I get an Easter basket this year? You bet. Yeah, you, you bet I did. <laughs> Millennial. So, I don't even know what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeesh. That's not good. This is why I need a producer. What was I talking about? And you guys are screaming. You guys are screaming at the video and audio. God, you're talking about this. God damn it. Stop getting high before the podcast. Uh, that probably doesn't help either. What was I talking about? <clears throat> It'll come to me. Just have patience. With that 15 second forward button. <laughs> Love that button. <laughs> Oh, not laughing. Uh, the second show. It was, it was, uh, it, I wasn't the only comedian that dealt with it, which made me feel better when you see other comedians do not as well. You're like, oh God, thank God. It's, it's not just me. When you're the only one, you want to, oh, hi, Bridge. Can I climb to the top and jump off ya with no parachute? And no goodbye note. If I ever do suicide, I'm not leaving a goodbye note. I want that shit to be a mystery. What happened to Alex? I don't know. He just disappeared. People are looking at me. People dedicate their lives to look for me. You know how fucking cool that is? I dedicated my whole 80 years to finding this person. Were they related to you? No. Do you live alone? Yes. That makes sense. Okay. Good night, sir. Thanks for being on the news. No problem. I might go jerk off. Those guys, they'll tell you they got a hand job, but they won't tell you it was from them. <clears throat> got a hand job last night, Billy. Oh, cool. That's too much information. That was a good one. They made me come. Yeah, all right. And they did it to themselves. You know what I mean? You can't brag about it. I jerk off. Hey, I really, you'll never hear a guy go, hey, yeah, really masturbated well the other day. Yeah, get in the bathroom. <laughs> Probably the bathroom too. Probably got syphilis now. People will never brag about something they're embarrassed about. Masturbating is embarrassing. You're not proud of it. Hey, you know what? I uh, guess what, guys, you're telling the whole staff meeting. <laughs> Just to start off the meeting, uh, I uh, took the pants off, took the shirt off, laid on the bed, and I really yanked on my cock. I yanked and yanked and yanked, and guess what, guy? I was able to come in five minutes. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? But you wish you could break my record, huh, John? <laughs> no one's doing that. No one's talking about masturbating like they got a good golf score. You know what I mean? No one's going like, yeah, really, really, uh, shot a load good. Well, you know, uh, you'll get those jerks up walking. Oh, yeah, what you do this weekend? Oh, I did this, I this. You know what I did? They'll cut you off. You know what I did? Uh, what? I played golf and I did well. And then they'll just walk away. Yeah, I love working with people, they're great. <laughs> 
Uh, how do we get on this topic? Shows too. Oh my god, show too. Oof. But you know what? Just like golf, a show like that will humble you and make you look at, at your jokes. I think if you think you're too well or every show goes well, you're not going to look at your jokes. You're not going to write any more jokes. The jokes are good. Why would you change them? But it's good to do these shows. It's good to shock old people. Oh, my God, you said that. Okay. Maybe, you, you know, maybe I'm going too hard in the paint. Maybe I need to chill on the jokes and be a little more family friendly so people don't have a heart attack. I don't want to kill anyone with my jokes, you know, unless they're laughing. If you kill someone with a joke because of a shock, you're going to feel bad. You kill someone from your joke because they're laughing too hard, you're going to be like, eh, you feel bad for like 10 minutes and you'll be like, then you're going to be texting all your comedian friends. I just, oh my, you're not going to believe it. This joke landed so well, the person died. Comedians won't tell you, but that is one of the comedian's dreams is for someone to die laughing from one of their jokes. I think personally, if someone dies laughing from one of your jokes, you are a professional comedian. You are top five, top number one. You're number one comedian. I don't think that anyone's done it. I've seen a comedian die on stage. <laughs> yeah, me in the mirror last week. Yeah. I also did another show. Not bragging, not bragging. Uh, this week where it was all old people, 45 and up. Okay. Thank God there was actually a young couple people in their 20s in the front row. I was able hey. I know where I'm buying my cocaine from. You know what I mean? You, you, it's a little throwaway joke and a little thingy the bob. I was nervous, you know, because older crowds are sometimes tougher. You'll get a little loose up there and mention Oxycontin. You'll hear an old lady go, oh, my God, my son. Oh, sorry, Mom, I didn't mean to bring that up. You know, they will not like your material sometimes. Oh my God, you can't go too dark. You can't go too blue, they call it, which means swear words. I remember my my, <laughs> my wife's uh, aunt, she's like, I listen to your podcast, uh, not for me. <laughs> I was like, that was probably the episode that I opened up with, cunt, bitch, tit, forehead, retard, you know. There was one episode, I, I, I don't know which one it was, because, you know, I get blasted too much. And I just opened up with, like, just the worst things you could say. Nazi eating Jew, Nazi fart, poopy knuckle. And... I just, I don't know why I did that. I was basically what I said was like, I just want to get all the old people or people that are on the border of liking me to just sign off, which is not smart at all. And I think that's the episode she clicked on. <laughs> Didn't care for the podcast. It was uh, not my cup of tea, <laughs> which is a polite way of saying you're a psycho and you swear too much. <laughs> so uh, not all of us can be Jim Carrey's. Sorry. So I do this show with the old people. And I swear a little bit. And it goes well. I'm like, oh my God. And I did some dark material. I was like, whoa. It went well. Did a lesbian joke. Went well. You know? And uh, 
I had a blast and I realized I'm not going to be scared of old people anymore. You guys think you can scare me? You can't. So I'm coming in with the murder material. No, it fired me up. It fired me up. Did you guys celebrate Easter? Of course you did. You're an American. If you're European, I don't know what the fuck you guys celebrate. Easter is about giving kids diabetes, a.k.a. American holiday. We like to make our people fat. You know why? Because we like to make money off of that medication, baby. Pay for it. Oh, and guess what? These aren't generic, so they're going to be a little expensive. Shouldn't have eaten all that chocolate on Easter when you were 1 through 15. Yusuf, oof. That's a bad kid. And then you get together with the cousins and you become even more bad. And even be a good kid. And you go with the cousins, you're like, oh my God, we gotta, we gotta fuck some shit up right now. And my cousins and I, we were doing an egg hunt one time. And these other kids were coming up on our territory and like taking our eggs. And you're like, hey, you know what? Huddle up, huddle up. We did a huddle up. I think this was my idea. Let's eat some of the chocolate we have right now. Chew it up. Put some grass in there. <laughs> Cousin who poops his pants. Let me get some of that poo and boogers and put it in the egg. We put these disgusting, foul, not even the waste company, not even an outhouse company would touch these eggs. And we put them out. And these kids, let me tell you, they took all the eggs. And I will never forget this. We're walking away laughing. And all you hear is a kid scream and a mom go, holy shit. Did you just eat shit? (laughs) Time to go, time to go, time to go. No one suspected us either. They were just looking at their kids like, okay, we have to put these kids in special classes. And let me tell you, I'm sorry if that happened to you because I bet you some kids went away after that because they were eating some disgusting things. But that's what you get when you come on our little territory of Easter egg hunting. Hmm? We're Italian and Irish. You don't. That's what us. You really don't mess. Oof. Easter reminds me of religion, which reminds me of something that made me feel crazy growing up. Oh, you can't do that. He's watching. There's someone watching me. Yeah, growing up, I felt like I was in the Truman Show. Who's. <laughs> I remember I, after coming, I said, sorry, the first time I masturbated because I thought he was watching. Sorry, God, I, I just had to do it. You know, Bobby was really talking highly about it in science class today. I just have an issue with the church. My wife and son went. I couldn't get myself to go because I just think it's bullshit. But I also think it's good for people that need some comfort in life because it's fucking tough. Like, if you think someone is taking care of you with a blanket of protection, that's awesome. And I get maybe why kids may need that. I don't mind my kid believing in someone. But then again, you're like, grow up, and you're like, what? I've been lying to you this whole time. Is it real? And never, if you love someone, you're married to someone that believes, never argue about it because you'll never win that argument. You try to convince them to question religion. Ooh, not someone deep in it. It's not a 
conversation you want to go down. But Easter is such a weird holiday and all the religion and how it's pushed on you. You'll be talking to someone, you know, hey, can't wait for Easter and doing the Easter egg hunt. Let me tell you, I got an Easter egg story for you. Easter is about the resurrection. It's about blood. It's about Jews. And it's about Jesus. Oh. Chill, Sylvia. I'm just taking a five-minute smoke break here. I don't even smoke cigarettes, but I just needed one today. Can we just talk about sports now? Some people can't even talk about sports. But you like them, too. You can only like the team that you grew up by. That's annoying, too. You should be able to like whatever fucking team you like. I bought my son a jersey. He liked the, the team, even though it's not a local team. And now he never wears a jersey because I know his friends fucking jumped on him at school. Like, you can't like that team. You can't. You're not from there. You should like this team. Shut up. You like whatever fucking thing you like. And if you like religion, even if it's bullshit, like it. Just don't drag me along to it, you know? I love how most religions, they use hell as a way to get people to not, quote unquote, sin. You know what, guy? Go ahead with the butt sex with a guy. Because you're not going to go to hell. All right? Well, fuck, man, if you want. You're single. You're in the closet because you're nervous about the religion and dad saying something. If you're listening to this podcast, go fuck a dude. If you want to. You're not going to go to hell. Go commit a crime. You're not going to go to hell. But you may go to jail. You may feel bad about it. That's the other crazy thing. Why do we as humans have feelings? Where did feelings come from? Do we feel guilty about stuff because our parents not to society? Where do feelings come from? It's the only thing that really separates us from animals and robots. Well, obviously robots, but animals. But then even animals have feelings. But not to the extent of us. I can hear the wife and kid. I can hear my wife trying to take a band-aid off my kid. You ever hear someone, you ever hear a mom try to take a band-aid off a kid? It's like you're, it sounds like she's trying to pull like his leg off. He's screaming. I mean, people, our neighbors, because we live in an apartment, probably think we're killing them. It's so embarrassing. You think the wife getting on you about money issues in public at the grocery store when the cashier is right there and the whole line's right there? You think that's bad? The kid getting the band-aid ripped off with the window open. God. If I don't have coffee in the morning, <laughs> segue, which, you know what, hang on, before we get the coffee thing. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Silver Tongue Audio. I can hear that. Yeah, I just heard my wife go, shh. This podcast is brought to you by Silver Tongue Audio. Silver Tongue Audio is my only sponsor. They put this podcast out. So if you want to complain to someone about trying to take this down, you liberals out there, the blue hairs, hit them up. Go to silvertongueaudio.org to cancel me. No, go to silvertongueaudio.org if you want to download my episodes for free. Go to silvertongueaudio.org to listen to other podcasts for free. Like the Days in the Stirrup. It's a podcast about a guy who's a little goofy, like so. 
oh shit, thanks grandma for leaving your joints out. And he likes to put a little twist of goofiness on dark subjects, which you need to do, you know. So go check that out. It's fun. And then NPC Podcast, I've been talking about this podcast. It's been around as long as Midnight in the Bay. They are a podcast that talks about video games. Yeah, not NPC stands for non-player characters. And they talk about video games. And they're in the industry. They All they do is read about video games and talk to people that like video games. So these people know what they're talking about. They live for video games. Um, and they also talk about addiction, which kind of comes with video games. You know what I mean, guy? I love playing video games. And sh- and when you're married, it's harder. They're like, you got to do chores. I'm like, I just want to play video games. They're so addicting. I love them. So go there, silvertongueaudio.org, and check that freaking podcast out, guy. You're going to love it. You're going to love Dazed and Disturbed. You're going to love my podcast, of course. I got to say that. I know you're not going to love it, especially if you're one of the dads that know, knows me and listens to this podcast. You're going you're gonna to hate it because you know my jokes aren't that funny. But if you knew the podcast, you don't know that yet. So <laughs> check them out. No, it's fun. I'm kidding. There's a lot of good stories and all that shit in there. Um, I've dealt with a lot of crazy stuff in my life, but not as crazy as some people in the world. Now I do a segment on every podcast. Now I love doing it. It's called news of the week. I bring some of the craziest, wackiest, weirdest stories for you. And I riff on them. So let's get right to it. News of the week. Here we go. Rockies fan caught brutally punching several women to protect girlfriend after game. Are you kidding me or what, guy? This guy is out to have a good time. He's drinking out the game. He's drinking a lot at the game. You don't punch women unless you're drinking a lot. But he's protecting his girlfriend. This guy probably watches a lot of MMA. This guy is a man. Okay? He's not scared to protect his girlfriend. You know, there's some men out there, if their girlfriend was getting attacked by other women, they wouldn't protect them. I can't hit a woman. I can't. Oh my God. That's, you can't do that. That's the man code. Nah, you can do whatever the fuck they want if they're hurting someone you love or someone you just like fucking, you know what I mean? When, if someone's hurting your property, which is your woman, you own her, you can beat them up. If someone's punching my truck, I can punch them. Woman, man, kid. This is, this guy's, now I think this guy might be taking a little bit too far because she's on the ground here and he's about to punch her. Now, I know that the air is a little thin in Colorado, so maybe this guy wasn't thinking straight. But also at the same time, maybe this guy wasn't thinking straight and just having a blast. And, and, you know, this guy for sure has a familia first, you know, family first. This guy for sure has that tattoo. Amen, sir. I'm a professional baby namer. Rich parents pay me $10,000 to do it for them. Taylor Humphrey have blown up on TikTok for being self-described professional baby namer. This lady is one of the smartest ladies ever seen. She's scamming people. 
people are paying upwards of $1,500 to $10,000 to have this lady name their baby. Now, there's people out there with money that are retarded. And this was showing it. These people are so dumb that, and have so much money they can waste. They're hiring this lady to come up with a name. And you know this lady's just getting stoned. She's doing yoga. She's drinking Starbucks and giving them a goofy name and then laughing just to herself when they call that goofy name. Sunflower, one cappuccino mocha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm Sunflower. Parents legally name that. <laughs> this lady's having a blast in life. Okay, and she's probably doing a blast. Oh, shit. Wait, am I in the movie Blow? This lady is making tons of money living in New York City, naming babies. You know, she's just opening up a, a dictionary and pointing to a word. Okay, here we go. I'm closing my eyes. Okay, we'll name them. We'll name them, well, I can't believe I, I picked that. We'll name them Geography. <laughs> and then the, the rich parents that threw this money away, and they're like, oh, we have good jobs because our parents. We'll go, oh my God, Geography? That is so like different and like new, and like I think Cinderella's gonna love it. <sighs> like people are so gullible. This is something I need to come up with. Let me, uh, let me name your poo. You know those big poos you take pictures of because it's so big and you never have big poos. And you take photos and you send it to your friends. Let me name them. You know what I mean? I need to come up with something. This is crazy. Awesome. I mean, good for this lady. Sean Penn says he's thinking about taking up arms in Russia. Hey, uh, dipshit. Stick to acting. You know, get yourself killed. This guy, actors get so into it. Oh my God, I've studied this role. This is real life. Oh my God, I, I put on a military helmet before I shot a gun. That was a paintball gun. You were in a movie. Oh yeah, I, I can do this. This guy's psyching himself up so much that he, he actually thinks he can fight in real life. This guy wants to die. He's made so much money. He's done so many movies. He's fucked so many women. Done all the drugs. Look at that face. And he's just like, yeah, let's go fight. I mean, maybe he kind of wants someone like that. Hey, I got nothing to lose, you know? He's bored with life. You want someone bored with life to go to war because they'll just fucking fight. They want to die because they're so bored, you know? This guy is out of his mind. Out of his mind. And don't die I want you to come back as uh, that stoner in Fast Times and Rich Mount High, Spigoli. <laughs> I want Spigoli to come back. Can you imagine him, a grown-up Spigoli? No, that probably couldn't happen. You know Spigoli didn't grow up. He fucking died at 21 in a car accident. <laughs> Just the way that character lived, right? Go see Fast Times at Rich Mount High if you don't know what I'm talking about. But this guy, uh, and he's not going to go fight. A lot of these actors, too, I, I will go fight. Oh, let me get that on record. And then when the, the time comes, hey, okay, Sean, you want to go fight? Oh, no, I, I was studying for an acting role. Right, guy. We're proud bimbos who are hell-bent on creating a new woman's movement. 
Okay, well, can't look at this photo that long, but that's what they look like. These women, I don't even know why I picked this. Okay, let's get out of this. Bengal monitored lizard raped in Maharashtra for arrested. Okay, I have no idea what the fuck that said. All I read was lizard raped. Um, in the Maharashtra forest, authorities have arrested four hunters for allegedly raping a Bengal monitored lizard in a tiger reserve. Why not rape a tiger? I go for the lizard. Look how ugly this is. I way rather rape a tiger. The forest officials came to know about the incident when they checked the mobile phone of accused. Oh my god. I can't believe this story is real. But it is. I've checked other ones. So apparently this is in India. And let me tell you. Four men raped a, a lizard. This lizard. Um... How horny do you have to be to bang a lizard? Um, did they say rape because the lizard didn't want it? How do they know the lizard didn't want it? If I'm a lizard, I would want someone, a human, to rape me, to bang me. Yeah, it's way better than a, a lizard banging a lizard. Lizards are ugly looking. Look how ugly this is. How do you even stay hard? How do you, I don't even... To me, I feel like this is made up. I feel like they just want... I feel like these guys are probably in like a political thing. And they want these guys out. Because no way for people rape a lizard. This is so out there. I don't even know. I mean, if these four people rape the lizard, test their DNA because they're probably aliens. Humans don't do this. But you know, I heard something interesting today that contradicts that. That anything you've thought of that humans could do, even if it's gross, scary, whatever, they've probably done in history. This is absurd. This is outrageous. And to me, I'm blown away that someone would find a lizard attractive. But you know what? My wife finds me attractive, so everyone's got their type, you know? Crazy. If these guys did do this, I hope they fucking get murdered because that's disgusting and gross and horrifying. Man rushed to ICU after crunching lung while masturbating too hard. I read this two weeks ago and I haven't masturbated since. This is terrifying. This guy was his 20-year-old. At the peak of his prime, having fun, da-ba-da-boo, ba-da-ba-doo. And while he's doing it, he hears a crunch. You know how terrifying that is? Especially if you're high. Oh, yeah, I'm just high. That wasn't real. And then you hear it again. Ah, that would ruin weed and masturbation. This guy crunched his lung. Unbelievable. I don't even know how you do that. You know how hard you got to be masturbating to crunch your lung? I mean, after that, this guy's got to retire. You can't get back into masturbating. Um, that is intense. What was he doing? Yeah, twerking his body. What is he jumping off of buildings doing it? This is crazy. This guy just was rushed in the ICU. He got the, the he got the stiffy, 
the lung, you know, you could hardly, what were you doing? Uh, you know, this guy had to say it, I guess, but I wouldn't. I would have made some up. I was saving a cat out of a tree at our time breathing. Crazy. I don't know if I'll ever masturbate. This story was freaky. No, I will. I think I will after this. Being a masturbating, Al Pacino dating, uh, or uh, Al Pacino, 81, sardine, nor Aflacco, 28 during the pandemic. This guy is banging this. This old fuck is banging this. Does that make sense? This makes no sense to me. And ladies, can you help me out? A young chick, she's, it's like a 50 years difference. And she used to date uh, Jagger on the Rolling Stones. You know, and old guys don't even have sex. I mean, look at this guy. He's not having sex. He's eating pasta and he's falling asleep. She's got money, too. That's the worst part. I would guess she didn't have money. It would, that would totally make sense. But she's got money. That's the sick part. Hey, some people bang lizards. Some people bang Al Pacino, right? Crazy. Hand implant allows people to pay with a chip. Are you kidding me, guy? Don't put it in my hand. That's what I would say. Put it in my dick. You just got to whip your dick out. I'm sorry. Sorry. Cleveland. The future is here. The future is not in Cleveland. <laughs> I can't. This hearing that is funny. But I guess there's a, a company that is implanting chips in people's arms. This is crazy. And they can pay for coffee. They could pay for pretty much whatever that has this other device that can scan your your hand. Um, this is mind blowing. This is just the start. Uh, survey which talked to four thousand people across Europe, nearly fifty one percent said they would consider an implant of some type. Yet security issues reportedly remain a concern for them. Yeah, I mean, you get a chip plant in your arm and. They're gonna be able to control you. You're gonna, they're gonna, yeah, and they're gonna have fun with you too. You're gonna to have the that little chip, and you'll be buying a coffee, and then they will control your arm and make you flip off a lesbian in the back, and then all hell's gonna break loose. And because you're a bold white guy, you're murdered, and now you're not gonna run for president. Okay, so you gotta just be careful. I mean, this is, but do you get it? You know. Fuck yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. How cool would that be? You put your hand. Did it? I mean, that's that's pretty dope. That is pretty dope. You know what else is dope? The podcast is over. You guys are happy. I'm happy because I want to go drink more and hang out with Grandma's Medicine. Thank you guys for stopping by. Follow me on Instagram underscore Alex Witty Comedy for live comedy dates. Okay, and. Say what's up to me either, and I'll and I'll too, and either too, whatever, and I'll answer questions you guys got. Thank you so much for listening. That's been the show. Silver Tongue Audio. Hello, hello, this is your friendly neighborhood DM, NPC Paul, and I'm here to tell you about a fantastic podcast that I DM for. That's right, it is 
a fifth edition D&D podcast. But not just a normal podcast. No, we have a lot of fun. It has a homebrew twist to it. It has original scores, sound effects, a bunch of crazy characters and situations that I love to put my players in. If you want to join us, you definitely can. It is a bi-weekly podcast that comes out every other Friday. I put a lot of love and respect into this show, and I really hope that you can come over and enjoy it with me. My standards are a little higher than everybody else's. So now I'm giving you the last option. Would you like to all walk away? Anybody? I have a counter offer right here. I still got one of your boys alive, and I can crumple him with a single move. How about you walk away and take your boy with you? Oh, no, you can kill him. He's clearly not good enough to be around me if he lost to the likes of you, so... All right, well, thought we could do this amicably, but I suppose we're going to have to do this the old-fashioned way. Not only do we have amazing situations like the one you just heard, but there are hilarious other things that happen throughout the podcast that I'm sure you want to get on the ground floor in. We have one season already completed, and we are working currently on the second season. I really hope that you can enjoy it as much as we enjoy putting it together. So please, come over to SilvertongueAudio.org or find us on Twitter at SilvertongueCA. Download for yourself, enjoy what we have put together, and, well, I hope to see you at the table. <laughs>